Yo. Hey, welcome to the new meta episode 59. 59. I'm I'm the Peach Child. <laughs> I'm more fluffy. You know, 10 episodes from now, it's going to be interesting. Yeah? Is that yeah. when the BlizzCon's happening? With 10 episodes mm. from now. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Uh, never mind. So... What? Oh, it's just you. episode. I, all right, all right. Jeez, you're, you're being kind of slow. It's okay. Oh my god. Okay. Well, you know, okay. I don't have the mind of a four year old. <laughs> mm. I hear you. Maybe we'll just um, skip that one. Yeah, interesting background choice for me today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I like that. Before we started the stream, you said, "Give me any background. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, give me a new background. I wanted a new one. So this is, you know, yeah, looks beautiful. It's I like my favorite it. game." If you're listening, it's a Hello Kitty right. picture. I think that's Hello Kitty. Isn't that who it is? Don't don't even I, act like you don't know. Bro. I don't. Why did you have that picture on your computer? Like on demand. I'm yeah. like, yo, Fluff, give me this a picture. Was, and you're like, yeah, I got you. I still have all. Th- we used this one already, like episode three or something, maybe two. Okay. So it was already there. Plus, it's, it's like my wallpaper in my bedroom. So. Yeah, that's what I thought. I was what I was. I was just seeing if you were gonna admit to it. That it was your wallpaper, mm-hmm. but you know. yeah, I'll admit it. You don't see a lot of pink so, here, yeah. I yeah, I do. You know, I do see a lot of pink. The uh, the poll from last week, yeah. The poll from last week was. Let me pull it up. Boop, 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 boop. If this works, with all the yes. latest hype. <laughs> yes, with all the all latest the hype. hype, do you think that they'll announce Diablo Four at BlizzCon this year? What do you vote, and what do you think it won? Uh, yes and yes. I think yes one, and I think yes, they're going to do it. Okay. Okay. I'm still going to say no. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's because I'm a naysayer. All right. 70% of the vote says yes. I think it's going to happen mm-hmm. this year. And 30% of the vote says no. Is that about what I wonder expected? if we did a poll like this before last BlizzCon, if they were going to announce before <laughs> what the results were. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. And we're going to talk about that a little bit on this podcast, too, because there's this really interesting article that we're going to get into. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, for next week, let me actually pull up chat before we do that. Next week, okay, we talked about this on last week's podcast, and I thought this was like a really interesting topic that we ended up talking about for like, you know, like five, ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Which game model would you prefer? So a new Diablo every year. So this year's Diablo 4, next year's Diablo 5, the year after that, Diablo 6. Kind of like a Call of Duty theme. Call of Duty cycle. Yeah, yep. where we are guaranteed, you know, new content, whether or not it's like kind of reskinned or like we're at least going to get like graphically increasing stuff and, you know, we'll probably see a lot of rehash, but it's like going to be new every year versus the same title for five to 10 years with expansions. And I'm not, I'm not even going to go as far to say like, PUE, I should have specified this probably a little bit more. Like PUE is like kind of the amount of content that they push out. That's kind of like the dream in the Diablo universe. But like, right. let's just assume that's not going to happen because more than likely it's just probably not going to happen. So we'll just say like in between, in between Diablo 3 and PUE, right? Where would you rate that? But anyways... So yeah, I thought that, that was a really interesting question. We, we ended up talking about that forever last week. And I was like, I'm curious what the people want. Because it's what like the chat guaranteed yeah. new content every year. 
or like you know maybe the risk of getting stale if like a season goes by that's maybe not the most exciting kind of thing but i think they're stuck on that previous um mindset that it's like bo- retail box every yeah. couple of years you know i don't i don't think they're going to live service diablo like they did wow at all know? really um i think there'll be an expansion maybe two mm-hmm. if we're lucky i think it's going to be like box Small expansion, small expansion, then a then a, a year of like layover minor patches, and then boom, another box. Right. I think I think there's going to be um, content drought at the end of the cycle, you know, and then they're going to release Diablo Five. But I just think it's I, I think I don't know if it metrics wise sells better. Sure. But I think I get the impression that that's Blizzard's mindset that like let's just pump out a new box, you know. Yeah, I don't know. The WoW is the exact opposite of that, man. It's like, sure, you know, this thing's living forever. So, whatever happens with know. the next Diablo title, I hope that Blizzard like figures out like their cadence. You know what See, I mean? Here's here's the bittersweet part to me is like Activision is calling the shots for real. Like you know, they're the big dogs. Bungie threw so much shade at them when they left. Activision when they split away that it's like dude I think I really do think that Activision is interwoven in Blizzard's game plan now mm-hmm. I don't think it's Blizzard anymore I think it's like Activision Blizzard and I don't think that that it's the same as it used to be you know yeah I mean so yeah I <laughs> I, I I mean we don't I it would great It'd be great to have insight on that, but you know, we just yeah. I mean, we're just guessing. I'm guessing. I don't know anything. Right. All all I know is you know you can pick up what what Bungie was throwing down, right? And it was it wasn't good, right? You know, I just hope were, again, they, like with the next title, they figure out. Like you know, we saw this l- huge lull between Diablo two and Diablo three, and you know, Diablo one and Diablo two are very close together, respectively, and then kind of the same thing of this kind of where are we with the next Diablo game and stuff like that. Like, I mm-hmm. hope that they, like they must know that like Diablo is going to sell. <laughs> so like, yeah, let's, I don't know. I hope they make content and they continue to make content for this game. Let's theoretically say Diablo four sucked really bad. All right. Let's say it comes out and it's horrible. Okay. How, how much uh, forgiveness do they get for that? Like, okay, Diablo 4 comes out, it sucks. Two years later, Diablo 5 comes out. Does it have to be a home run? Or can they screw Diablo 5 up to and still sell copies of Diablo 6? I think they'll always still sell copies, right? Like, you look at Call of Duty, like, literally pumps out a fucking game every year that's, like, more often than not. Yeah, and it makes a billion and a half, you know, every year. 100%. Um, Clockwork, you know? Yeah. So... And there, you know, there's certainly people who are like, man, I hate this COD. This COD's the worst, and blah blah blah. And I've been like that too. Like all those boots on the ground movement. Like I hate COD now. Like COD's yeah. just awful. Um. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> but you know, say two years from now, Call of Duty seventeen thousand. Like it could have, you know, it kind of advanced movement again, and like maybe some cool mechanics. And I'm like, you know what? I'll check this one out. So yeah, yeah. Maybe. Like, maybe Diablo 4 I, sucks, maybe 5 sucks, and then 6. Like, well, they got something I, I think there. The, I, I think the IP is established enough that they can they can, they can can afford to screw it up, and people would still buy it. And I'm not, I'm, don't, 
want that to happen. But I'm just saying, like, uh, I don't. I guess I don't want them to be scared to produce a game. And it seems like it's like, dude, why is it? Why does it take seven years to even get an announcement? Right. You know, like that's that's crazy because mm-hmm. it's gonna sell regardless. Like you could just fucking put a cardboard box and write D four on it. People are gonna give you money for it. <laughs> like, you know, sure. I'm like I'm, I'm not telling you to give us crap, but like you know. God, I give us some, do that. Give us something, man. Yeah, you know, sure. And yeah, we're gonna talk about that a little bit later. Uh, but yeah, so uh, you pulled up something you found on Reddit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just a little this. article that I read, and it, it wasn't like you know um, super crazy. But what it said was that Diablo4.com has been owned by Blizzard since January of this year. Now, I got to imagine that was already registered beforehand, so I don't know if they purchased it or like legally, renew their license. License, maybe. Yeah, like pulled. Yeah, pulled weight and you know got it. Back I'd assume somehow. that whoever, or maybe they like they took it so that like I don't know because there was that playdiablo4.com dot com for a while, yeah. and and that's <laughs> still around, and Blizzard doesn't own that one, right? So yeah, so maybe they're uh, squatting. Didn't that link to something really bad? No, it's the Path of Exile. It was what? It was the Path of Exile. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody that works at Path of Exile owns that domain. Yeah. 100%. Right. <laughs> 100%. No dude. way. Yes. No, they wouldn't and be I'm not old. saying that. I'm not saying that that it was sponsored by them, but I'm saying an employee that works there owns that. You think I would, it was, I would, No I would way. Bet. I would say. Yeah. Some the, dude that works there no. is like, yo, let's do this. It'd be funny as hell. 100% a like, fanboy. 100% a fanboy. No oh, way man. the people that work there like have time to like some dude, some dude is like, yo, John, it'd be fucking hilarious if I bought play Diablo4.com and linked it to Path of Exile. And he's like, Yeah, do it, do it. I've never it. heard anyone that works for GDG like be openly like troll towards Diablo. Like they've all been like Well no, they would never admit it. Of course not. <laughs> <laughs> i'm oh, sure we man. could find like whether where it was like registered right like if it's coming out of new zealand uh, you could sure. you could get the you got you can who is on it right. but if they if they hid the register information then you can't really find out i mean unless there's yeah you know Ooh. more resourceful ways chat says easily find chat out. says sneaky steve that's a good sneaky, theory. Uh, that's sneaky a good theory. steve could own that good yeah, theory dude. yeah i could definitely see <laughs> but sneaky then it would have gone that. to uh what's this game Last Epoch, it would have gone there instead. Yeah. 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 True. For sure. sure. So, you know, unless Sneaky Steve put an app in and he's, he's trying to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, hey, uh, I got you. Sure. Yeah. So, anyways, it's just interesting. So, Diablo4.com is registered now. Well, that makes me wonder, you know, do you think they're. I, I personally think they're going to go with Diablo4 as the title, yeah. as the name. And I think we talked about this a little we bit. We did. I think. I we think. Did. Yeah, um, I I wasn't I was kind of on the fence last time, but but like you mm-hmm. made a good point where, you know, it, it's it makes more sense like Diablo three, Diablo four. You know, it's like the next secession. And to yeah. counterpoint that as well, and to add to that, like Diablo Immortal is the phone game that like a lot of people don't yeah. want anything to do with. And so if you put like Diablo, you have to ascend it or something to right? let people right. know it's like yo this is this a is the predecessor i mean they could call right? it diablo pc <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah you guys got that new diablo pc mm-hmm. oh man 
Which so, could stand for politically correct as well. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, it could be all kinds <laughs> of stuff, you know? Oh, man. But yeah. Um, so, you know, onto this. Obviously, I think a lot of us are on the Diablo 4 hype train because of the leaks, supposed leaks sure. that are, you know, surfacing and coming out. And uh, I think everybody's just interested in it. But, you know, if we're talking about D4, like something that, and and we may have hit this in the past a little bit, but this bugs me a lot all the time. Like, let's talk about followers a little bit. Sure. And I know we've talked about them being in Diablo Four, mm-hmm. but I like, man, they just—they're so useless. Yeah. They're so absolutely useless. They're kind of what, annoying. What if they actually. made them passive pets? What if they were just passive pets that just? I, like I, honestly, I don't even want them in the yeah, game. Yeah, I would rather them be deleted than try to figure out a way make to them, make them make use. them town NPCs that can maybe do something for you. Like let's say, you know, this. I don't even think you need this, but if you go talk to one of them, maybe they give you a buff. You know, you're like okay, that's you now have my blessing or something. If you want boring. to have them, if you must have them, <laughs> that's super. You boring. know, make them passive and like not. I would hate that. Like, oh, okay, let's go get to do this group real quick. Okay, what dungeon are we running? Okay, let's go talk to this NPC and get, you know, buff X because it's really good in yeah, Dungeon Yeah, no, I Z. agree. It That'd sucks, but that's better than having this thing run around, follow you, and just get killed <laughs> every five seconds and not hurt anything. They can't die. In a, well, yeah, if you get the item, you have yeah. to put item. If you just get, if you're a noob and, and you, you know, you're not even in like, you're like Torment 1, it still doesn't help you. It, uh, I mean, it okay, let's be honest. The Templar is actually quite good. Like it's, It'll heal you. Yeah. yeah. But it's silly. Like, it, it doesn't do any damage. You, you basically end up um, gearing it out so that it can heal you more. Like, you spec cooldown yeah. on them and all that dumb shit. But one of the things that been, has been tossed around, um, and I don't know that there's any successful way to do it, but say, you know, you're playing a Necro, right? Necro's your main, and you're like, you know what? Shadow's really strong this season. I'm playing Shadow. And then while you're on Shadow, your Necro follows you around. Right? Okay. But I feel like all that would do is like, well, then you would just gear your like alt to be a support character. Right. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't be very fun yeah. either. But it could be no. pretty cool if like you could take like your alt with you, but I don't know. I don't see how you could do that. That's how, the only, how, how would yeah. you feel about them adding a system like World of Warcraft has where you can change your spec, your gear spec? If they added something in Diablo where it's like change your loot drop spec to like, so let's say you're playing your Necro, but you want to gear alt whiz, you could change your drop class to wizard. Mm-hmm. And then you're now you're getting wizard gear. What do you feel about that in Diablo 3? Do you think that makes the grind too easy? And then people are just going to like grind something stupid like Crusader or Chantotos like all day and just gear out all the other classes. It's tough. Like I like it and don't like it at the same time. Yeah. It, it's tough to think about because so like playing Path of Exile, you can set what's called like loot filters. So it's like instead of this like loot vomit that is Path of Exile, you can be like, well, I only want to see items with like this base because they can be good for me or whatever. And so you spend like... yeah literally like an hour making your own loot filter <laughs> uh, just so you don't see a bunch of shit that you don't want to see. Um, I would hate that. Like, I, I I hate that about Path of Exile. I don't think that that's fun. Um, it You don't I, like the vomit or you don't like the ability to both. filter it? I, I think I was, the vomit is just kind of a flaw in 
gameplay in general and then having to like go to a third-party website and like filter through it for basically like an hour just like look at text and be like no i don't want that it's just so not fun just to play the game the way you want to play it like and only see especially ssf because like if it's ssf you just don't want to see stuff that you can't use period so like you spend up a lot right. of time like just filtering all the crap out that you don't want um but <laughs> it's it's silly and it, it kind of goes back to what we say time and time again of like just everything absolutely everything in the item being tradable and having no smart loot whatsoever it just doesn't really make sense to me and i don't know what the perfect balance is because obviously you can't have everything tradable because then these second party websites can be like okay we'll sell you sell you everything you need for a really good character it's like stuff has to be earnable and i think that's a very clear thing that has to happen yeah but stuff's got to be earnable and you can't have everything good like it's impossible to balance every item equally so you have to have garbage to make the good items feel good you know you have to right so uh i think every game has inventory management issues though it's like loot management issues and you know like this is you know i played division two recently and like all i was doing was like going through i I would spend half my play session and Division going through loot. Yeah. Diablo, you know, like in Diablo, it's at least kind of quick because if it's not ancient, you don't even have to look at it. Sure. You know, for the most part. And then mm-hmm. you kind of know what you need after you get playing for a little bit. Right. But still, you're, you're, I mean, think about how much time we spend in a session of Diablo yeah. just going through loot. I mean, and so especially like that. We can go through it pretty quick, but like we remember those times when it was like you were, you had an inventory full of items and that takes you like, yeah, it takes a good amount of time. Yeah, a long amount of time. And 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 but the but the what way do you get around that? So yeah. so don't have as much loot drop. Yeah. And then we're back to van, to vanilla D three. A little bit. I sure. mean, the loot wasn't as smart and geared towards your specific character, but I remember going like fucking weeks without getting a legendary item in vanilla. You know, and just being like, this is what the hell, man. You know, right. So. Yeah. That didn't feel good either. So I, you know, I don't. It's like it's tough, man. I don't. I don't have a solution for it because right. I understand the necessity of having the garbage loot. You need the garbage loot to make the good things good. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know. You eventually can get to the point, like say on Path of Exile, uh, you can like be really and so incredibly strict with your filter that like you really don't see that much loot. And I think that I like that personally. Like the more I'm playing mm-hmm. the game the the happier I am and like the less time that I'm like I don't mind like looking at the drops that I get but if it's just like it takes me a extended period of time in between like every map or rift. so what about all that garbage loot you don't see on Path of Exiles do you still collect it no and it's like just deleted to destroy it you can like hit a button to see all of it and it's like when your screen gets blown up but 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 so like are those mats that are wasted that you don't pick up then well on the filter itself you can be like well there's certain mats you can like filter back in. Even if you're like, so I don't want to see this kind of items item, that right? would give you those mats. Right. Yeah. yeah. So. With you. It's smart. Yeah, like, I don't know. It's all cleverly done, but like it, to do it is yeah. still kind of silly. So would you rather have a system like that where you can have the ability to do it? Or do you want something that's just like, here's all this loot, no filter, <laughs> you know, that would be the worst. Right. But it's yeah. also, it's, I don't think it's feasible to expect a player 
to come in and spend a couple hours making a loop filter because they know exactly what they like. They know their build so inside mm-hmm. and out that like I know I don't need this stuff and I know, like it's it's not it's not feasible unless it's like us creators are like you know what I'm gonna play this build this season. Here's my loop filter, guys. Boom. But yeah. um, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, you, let's talk about lawn a little bit. Sure. As a single ring. Yeah. Let's do it. So I saw this uh, Reddit post pop up on on Reddit, obviously. <laughs> and uh, Reddit post on Reddit. Yeah. Weird, right? And it, it, we see time and time again this season in particular. Like people are really, really enjoying this seasonal thing. Like they, they like lawn. They like not having to wear the long rings in both slots. Uh, and so one of the suggestions the community came up with was something like this, where lawn basically just takes up a single ring slot instead of both. What are your thoughts, first and foremost? It's awesome. Like, I I think it doesn't, it makes more sense for it not to be a set item because it's anti-set item. Sure. Right? Yeah. Kind of. It is. Right, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, I like it. I mean, I think it's a cool change, and I think that would allow um, more, you know, more diversity outside of the season, at least. Sure, you know, it would let you get at least one of those ring slots back. So, yeah, I'm curious. It's cool. It's not. I don't. I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's it's gonna you know like that doesn't so to me like when I see this I'm like yeah that's cool but ultimately if they made this change it doesn't really do a lot I mean it's not gonna instantly make me be like yo man I'm gonna play like an extra thousand hours this month because of this change sure but you know do you think there's players out there that after the season lawn buff goes away and like obviously that just disappears forever I don't foresee them adding anything that changes that. Like, do you think there's players that like walk away? I think players are going to walk away either way because it there's just not been enough new stuff added. Like, this is something that I've been thinking about and talking about, and um, like every season, my desire to play continuously goes down because we haven't had enough change in the game. Three seasons ago, I would have played every day, all day. Mm-hmm. And then like, and then I needed a little break and a little break. And now it's like, I enjoy the game. I still like the game. But it's not strong. My appeal to play isn't strong enough to pull me away from other games at the moment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I don't think that a change like this is enough to keep me interested. And I got to imagine there's a lot of people that feel that way. Especially with all the other stuff that's out there. Like, um, it was, we had a one-year drought of no content. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got no set balances. We got nothing. It was like, you know, an entire year. So then when we got those set changes, that was like exciting and it was awesome. Yeah. And then it felt like, it felt like, you know, Christmas, Christmas right? And then the season ended and we got more set changes with a little bit of a seasonal theme added to it. And it's mm-hmm. like, all right, this is cool. I see where they're going with this. But now I think it's to the point where that, even that in itself is barely enough tape to hold the ship together. Like mm-hmm. we need like we need something a little bit more tangible for one of these upcoming seasons to really be like okay, this is this is really fucking cool. I need to play this. Right. You know. At least that's how I feel. Yeah. So and I certainly agree to an extent. I think that if they continue down this path of the seasonal teams that they've been choosing, they're kind of drawing a line in the sand between like those 
really casual players and like the really hardcore players, uh, you know, mm-hmm. that have played like every season and play a lot of hours and have, you know, five, five hours a night to game. I think that those players aren't being heard at all, basically. Yep. And if they continue these, these kind of really minimal things, while it's still fun and it's going to generate excitement and people are going to like it, especially like people don't have a lot of time to game, it's going to feel great. But, you know, for those of us that play a lot, it it dies pretty fast when there's there's not, you know, a lot more behind it. Yeah. So. 100%. And, yeah, and it's the same same way. Like, it's still fun. The initial season launch is still one of my favorite yeah. times in gaming. Like, that first week, two weeks, is just, like, it's fun. It's, yeah. it, you know, no other game simulates that for me. Right. But the changes that they put in, you can experience if you play... 10 to 14 hours a day. I mean, this is fucking streamer problems, I guess. For, you know, first world streamer problems. If you play enough, you can go through and see those changes and experience what has been added in like two to three weeks. And sure. then it's like, okay, I get it. Mm-hmm. So what am I going to keep doing? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So It's funny too, because there was this YouTube comment from like a couple weeks ago that was talking about how you and I have like followed down the path of a quote typical Diablo streamer where you know we come back for the quote cash grab of the start of the season and then we like you know piss off when that like buzz is gone yeah like if you think streaming Diablo in any form is a cash grab (laughs) you are severely disconnected with reality yeah I you know and we've talked about this, but at least for sure on personal conversations, I don't know if about on podcast, but like we're not making a living doing this. Like, you know, it, it's like we got some awesome community members, yeah, no sure. doubt. And I'm not like taking that for granted. No. Those dudes are awesome that support my channel. But that being said, like, dude, I could not live on this, like no. not even close. Like sure. it's, it's like... Like, I would be out of my house in a month. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, it's it's not a cash grab. It's like we genuinely enjoy yeah, that portion of the we're season. We're gamers. That's, yeah. a, that's a, I think, that yeah. gets lost sometimes. Is like this line between a streamer and a gamer. Like, we're still fucking gamers. We just, like, play games, like, live. So people can watch. Yeah. So... So and I don't know if the disconnect comes because they see people like Ninja and these other guys that are like making millions and they just assume that that trickle down effect applies, Mm -hmm. but it Mm -hmm. doesn't. Like there's very very few people that can actually make a living. Sure. Doing content creation and there's a lot. See, I think there's a big like there's a disconnect out there for sure. Like streamers like us who you know we work full time and, and a lot of people just assume they see a streamer like well that guy he's just streaming full time and he's able to do it full time and there's a lot of people out there that aren't necessarily able to do it full time but they still do it and there's a lot of people that like yeah. you know maybe live with mom and dad still so it's not a problem yeah there's a lot of people that get supported through their spouse or through their girlfriend or their their parents or whatever and they stream full time but if they were cut off they would not be streaming full time. Right. So I see that a lot. And it's like, you know, and I'm not, you know, hey, if you can do it, I'm not knocking it or making, sure. you know, judging anybody, but I'm just saying. So I think people see that and they think, oh, well, this guy makes enough money he can live. I'm like, no, not really. You mm-hmm. know, this dude's wife is probably right. bringing in three times as much money. Though, so <laughs> yeah, they can pay the mortgage that way. I barely make enough to power these, you know, 
Yeah. <laughs> and it's the same. So like the streaming setups that we have, like we have nice equipment. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, this is my nine to five job pays sure. for all these things. Right. You know, for the most part. Same, so. same. Yeah. It's cool. Anyways, I just thought that was a really funny comment. Yeah, we I see grab. I actually missed that comment. <laughs> I didn't see that one. But uh it's funny though. The cash grab, that yeah. D4 cash. Yeah, yeah. So uh but yeah, moving yeah. on. This is super interesting to me. So there is this article, uh like Mike Morheim, which was the old whatever, president, CEO, one of those things, a Blizzard. He sat down and did kind of like his first big interview since leaving Blizzard. And the whole article is, is pretty interesting, whether or not what you take away from it. But uh, first he talks about how he met Alan Adham, like my favorite person, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so if you guys don't know, Alan Adham is the guy that's like really pushing for like the mobile the games and like you know getting in the china market and kind of seems to be maybe activision's point man within blizzard i don't know um yeah but he he talks about how they started blizzard which i have never heard the story because again i'm not like this big fluffy or big blizzard fanboy right um and so it starts out with him in a computer lab with alan and him and he's he's make he's trying to think of a password to get in this computer so that like he could remember it. So he makes his password Joe. And then I guess Alan Adham sits down at the computer and types in his password. And it's also fucking Joe. J-O-E. And that's oh. how, because <laughs> he was like, how did you get into the computer? Like, what's your password? And he's like, I'm not going to tell you my password. And he's like, is it Joe? And they're like, how did you know that? that? Hey, computer, kill it, chill. And so like, that was kind of mind blowing, but, <laughs> uh, and then what gets kind of more strange is so Alan at him was like, Hey, let's, let's start the, uh, this gaming company. Like, let's, let's do this. And Mike Morhan was kind of on the fence. So he had him come over and pitch to his dad to see what he thought. That's funny, man. <laughs> like what? Well, I mean, I'm guess I'm glad his dad said yes. Yeah. Right? Or he so must've liked it, I assume. Yeah. So, but then hmm. it goes on and like talk about like, you know, things that happen along the road of Blizz. Um, you know, and, and at one point in the interview, it says, you know, kind of the ethos of Blizz is quality, easy to learn, having depth, but still having accessibility in their games, easy to learn, difficult to master. Uh, making sure that folks who are designing the game and programming the game aren't judging the difficulty, which I found was a pretty interesting line. So they don't want like the per- programmers to have necessarily direct say on a lot of stuff, maybe. Which I could so see, who, I guess. Who has the say, I guess, then? Yeah, that's the big question. And to me, like, I don't know. Maybe because there's that divide, right? Like Diablo seems to do decently well at season after season after season. And so some of us that play like longer, longer hours, it's kind of like, like, wow, like how, like how are these people like still coming back and... Yeah, I mean, there's that divide. There's 100% that divide. So I, I feel like it's probably that same thing. And when we talk about like Diablo making their decisions, like maybe the developers, like that we have no insight on, right? But maybe the developers are pushing for these like, oh, this would be really cool. But then like, you know, kind of quote noobs come in and they're like, well, I don't get this. Like this is too hard. And so they have to yeah. sack it, which is kind of interesting. Mm. Um, they also go on to talk about how, quote, 
half of the titles the Diablo or Blizzard has ever started working on never made it to market. Half. I'd like to play those half. <laughs> I would, man. How awesome would that be if you got to see like the latest version of it when it was killed, like the most recent. Yeah, like a, like the video of gameplay, down play, right? Yeah, like or a release. You know, let's, like right. why do they kill it? You know, yeah. would we would we agree? We'd be like, oh yeah, that was shit, man. Sure. Good job. You know, or would we be like, dude, what? No, that was awesome. Yeah, that you would know? be cool to be like a fly on on those. Yeah, th- that would be amazing someday to, to see some of that that code or, or those games but i guess what that boiled down to is something somewhere on the lines of 14 games were killed in blizzard's history yeah uh, and they also go forward to talk about how when they envisioned the company they kind of saw it as being like the the apple of the gaming industry so like you go to a, a oh. game shop and you like look on the shelves and it's like, well, this game has the Blizzard logo, you know? So, like, it's just going to be better. Yeah. It's like, going to be good. Right. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of interesting. I mean, it's clearly worked for them for quite some time. Um, yeah. But uh, but one of the good stories, maybe the best story of this whole thing, um, is how he talked about how when they released Diablo, right? So, he talks about this constant struggle between, like, hitting a deadline hitting what the investors want and still pumping out like a really good game. And the story he touches on here is, so Diablo, the first Diablo, like they were supposed to have it done by Thanksgiving to like, you know, have that Thanksgiving break rush, you know, that like economically makes sense. Right. And then well, like, well, they didn't miss that. They hit that or they didn't, they missed that. And so it's like, well, now we got to hit this, this Christmas push. Right. Because obviously, historically, having a game before Christmas yep. is huge. And then they still didn't hit that. For you. Right. And they're like, no, it's not ready. It's not ready. Um, and so finally, on December 30th, it was done. And they felt that it was polished. And on the 31st, they pushed it out. And it became, you know, the best-selling game of 1997. And... And then what he goes on to say is, quote, like, nobody cares we miss Thanksgiving and Christmas. Like, because the game was that good. You know what I mean? It was so good. Like, yeah, who gives a shit? So yeah. I, that's a good, I, I felt like that was a good, like, just all around story of, like, how, like, money kind of kind of can corrupt things probably. In it this fixes everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We made a bunch of money, so they're not mad at us anymore. Right. But the other side of that is, right, like, so, like, yeah, they missed would they have sold more copies? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, but, they would have put out a crappy product. Right. That, this was back before the day of you could patch stuff too, mm-hmm. you know? So in 97, when you shipped a game, you shipped a game. Right. Like, you know, you didn't, people didn't pay to beta test your game when you could patch it for six months. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, but yeah. Um, and then he actually goes on and I thought this was really interesting because it's something we've mentioned in the podcast just time and time again. And kind of over just like the history of Blizzard is he kind of more or less admits to the whole Blizzard paradigm, which is, as you guys know, kind of like Blizzard takes someone else's really good idea, throws a bunch of money at it and makes a really fucking good game. Way better version of that game. And he kind of like (laughs) the guy basically asked him was like, you're not like you guys have never like haven't really broken ground. Besides Diablo, you haven't really broken like a ton of ground. And you're just like taking other stuff. And he's like, yeah, you know, we kind of did. But 
So I thought that that was interesting. He's like, hold on. You're asking me a question. Let me wipe my sweat with money. Hold on. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Um, Yeah. And then it it goes on later. uh, And the, the interviewer asks, quote, Blizzard is distinct from a lot of other game companies out there. And how rarely get they get into deep trouble with their fans. You look at a company like EA, it seems to be an almost an annual occurrence for them. I was just like, have you been watching the yeah. media? Like, <laughs> right. What do you mean? I mean, that's like a softball question. That's like a kiss ass right, question, right, right. probably. Probably. You know? Yeah. So, but I would say like historically, maybe before like what the historically last historically the last years? couple of years. Yeah. Yeah, and they've they've started. To. But it's hard to even say that because we're not like. I mean, you were a pretty hardcore World of Warcraft fan for a while, but I know there's certainly mm-hmm. announcements along the WoW chain that fans are probably not the most happy. BFA about. was not, uh, or not BFA. Um, uh, Warlords of Draenor was pretty widely accepted as the shittiest expansion mm-hmm. WoW ever had, and not good. And I think to me that was the first time that I was like, yeah, they put out some crappy product. You know, this right. is like the first. You know, that that was my first experience with it. And then that came out, you know, that was pretty early in Diablo's life cycle too. Like it was at the point where, you know, we're like, all right, when are we going to get, I think Reaper's meta came out similar to that time frame, So mm-hmm. it was still kind of fresh, you know, but that was the start of it to me. And then it's like, oh, okay. But yeah, I thought that it was just kind of funny because we, I don't, we, since BlizzCon, so obviously BlizzCon wasn't very widely sectored. And then we've just seen kind of like stumbles after stumbles i feel like since blizzcon yeah. like with the, the switch thing and you know other announcements and stuff that they've said um but yeah i just thought that that was really interesting um also they started to talk about diablo 3's original release and how it was kind of in the grand scheme of things not it was successful monetarily but you know for like it, being in this great game it wasn't necessarily there um but he talked about the auction house and what i thought was the most interesting thing of him talking about the auction house it was that he said the auction house was originally developed to stop the like these third-party websites that had sprouted up to i don't believe that a hundred percent that is that is a great way to cop out of the real reason it dude it was to get money man they saw the money that the third-party sellers were making and they're like we could use this as a way to generate well, shouldn't revenue they after be able the to game do that? ships like yeah, that, no, hundred percent. I'm okay with it. Yeah, like I say that, and I'm not saying like they're wrong for it, mm-hmm. but, and I think it was a good idea that just didn't work because it was initially designed to be a core part of the game that was then give revenue to the game after you made your initial purchase because you could sell your items. Blizzard gets a cut of that money. Boom, we're good, mm-hmm. right? But it just didn't work, man. It it just it, it felt it made the game so pay to win. That it it it, I think it could have worked had they implemented it differently, but there needed to be limits on what you could and couldn't sell. And like it it's it was just pay to win instantly. It was like, yo, I want a badass character, boom, throw down some real money, good to go. Exactly. So I think that's but it was there to get money though, man. I don't I don't buy I don't buy the third party stuff. Like, I mean, I'm sure that they didn't like that, but Sure. That, you know, somebody wasn't sitting around saying, hey, man, I really don't like third-party sites. I bet if we did this ourselves, that'd be awesome. And then, you know, it was like, yo, how can we make money? Well, sure, well, but... let's make an auction Yeah, house. but put yourself in their shoes, right? So, like, you made Diablo 2, and it's just, like, great fucking game. And these, like, all these sites are, like, basically making money 
off of your game. Like that's got to yeah. probably like rub you a little wrong way. It's like, yeah, give me we, that, give me yeah, that money. How can we yeah. Get that? Uh, so exactly. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I, but they, they spin it as like a, we're doing this to protect the consumer. Grant insight. No, <laughs> you're doing that to protect the insides of your wallets, right, right, right. you know? So like, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. You know, and maybe, maybe a little bit of both. But. Sure. But he goes on to and say. I'm okay with that. That's fine. Yeah. He goes on to say something that super resonates with me and especially you know the more and more that i play path of exile um he says quote as soon as you go to the auction house you'd have a very hard time finding anything better in the game itself yeah. i think that that 100 resonates with path of exile <laughs> is you can go to these third-party sites you can buy five thousand exalted orbs and instantly have the best gear, better than like probably players that like actually play the game nonstop. And that, yeah. like I hate that. And I, that's one of the main things people are like, why are you still playing SSF? And, and it sucks sometimes, right? Like, cause you're like, I, I really need items for my build, but I can't focus farm anything really in this game other than some items you can get through cards. And I go to Trade League and I say like, it's available for like one chaos, which is like, I know you don't know what that means, but it's not a lot. It's cheap, cheap as fuck. So it's always tempting yeah. to like to be like, I'm just going to transfer my character and just get what I need. But then again, you know, thinking about that, right? Like where I, I just don't see the point anymore. Like it loses all prestige almost for me. If I could just yeah. buy everything I need and just mm -hmm. kill the hardest uh, mob. I mean, I don't know. Man. I don't understand the mentality of the pay to win player because it kills, it kills the, um, Man, I don't know really how to describe what I'm what I'm feeling. It kills the accomplishment. It it kills the sense of achievement. It kills the pride in your character. Like if you go buy all your stuff, a what are you going to chase anymore? Nothing. So your interest in the game is instantly gone. B you didn't really earn it. So like you don't feel. I don't know how you can feel proud or, or accomplished by getting it that way. So like. I don't see any benefit to it other than being able to just go in and be like, hey, guys, look at me. Sure. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, it's got they're going to be like, oh, that's that really inherent, dope. You bought all that shit. There's in that inherent, like doping that happens when you're like able to go from like, I, I can't do anything to being like one shotting the entire screen and stuff like that. Like, For I, how long, though, man? Sure. Like, like, let's just say let's just say you roll a non SSF character and you could trade. Right. Right. Or let's say I did. All right. Because yeah. I've never played POE. Yeah. OK, so let's say I do that. And then I go in and and I'm like, yo, Fluff, give me the best build. And you're like, yo, this is what you want to make. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then an hour later, I come back and I'm like, yo, I bought all the shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like what the fuck? I, 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 is it going to be fun? Sure. For that evening, sure. probably it'd be amazing. For the next couple of days, sure. But, you know, that's like the game, though. Like, I've just ruined the game for right. myself. Yeah. You know? And it's not just that, like, and this kind of loops back to just trading in general. And I don't know what the solution is because like very, very good players in Path of Exile can like they can turn so much currency, which is what you want, right? Like they, they just know how to mm -hmm. like craft items and like they have so much knowledge of the game. They're like, oh, this item's really good for this build. Like they've played every build and it's like crazy. Mm -hmm. But they just like spend 60% of their game time like sitting in their hideout like talking to other players making trades and it's just like barely ever that's playing a little the game. mini game in itself man though I think <sighs> some people crazy. like so I, I fell into that loop with WoW for a while 
in uh, in Mr. Pandaria, I played the auction house like crazy. And it, it became more fun of a mini game to me than the actual game itself. Really? To the point, and like the money that I have now is nothing, but I made, you know, close to a million dollars in Mr. Pandaria, which back then was fucking insane, right? That was sure. like crazy, crazy gold. And so I made all this money by flipping items on the auction house. And then once I had enough wealth, I could literally squash my competition. So when some dude popped up and was like, okay, I'm going to compete at you with glyphs. I'm like, okay, I would just buy out all his glyphs. And then I would buy out all the stock on the auction house so he couldn't make more glyphs. And then I would turn around and sell his then because I owned all the glyphs and make a profit on what he sold. And like he, for a little bit, he would think, oh, I'm selling all my glyphs. And then after a little bit, he'd be like, oh, shit, I can't make more because now the price for Herb is now, you know, 50 times what it was yesterday. <laughs> so and it became a mini game in itself that was fun. And and but the requirement was that I literally was on the auction house like you know, 18 to 19 hours a day. Sure. So I would just leave wow up and just sit there and scan the auction house. And I did this for like probably three or four months. And, I, and then eventually I'm like, okay, this isn't fun anymore. And I quit, but it became, that's what wow turned into for a couple of months. I was like, you know, forget the game. I just want to squash people in the auction house. And it was fun. It was, it was fun to do it. Right. So. And that's where it gets tough with like with PUE. It's like, so I, you pray, play trade league and there's this kind of expectation that's like, well, now that you can buy everything you need, especially as a streamer, like, well, you should be like just absolutely one shotting everything on screen. And like, cause it's just, it's so overwhelming, honestly, man. I, I don't yeah. even know how to describe what I'm, what I'm trying to say, but, but I, I've I hate- seen, I've seen people play PoE, you know, like I said, I've, I've watched a fair amount of, a, of it for, you know, never really pl- putting time in the game. And I've seen people playing, you know, they have, it seems like they have add-ons or keybinds that would like pull up spreadsheets yeah. for them, like yeah, in-game 100%. instantly. And then they had, and then they would like try to find the value of things on websites. Like, like they, I guess they had some interfaces in-game yeah. where they could like search for values. And, and like I watched people for hours just like, you know, they get an item and they try to figure out what it's worth and they try to sell it and, and just do this. And it was, I mean, it just looked like it was part of the game that yeah. as a, end game player you're gonna have to learn to do if you want to can be efficient yeah <laughs> just so <laughs> and that doesn't appeal to me i mean no. honestly that's one of the churnoffs that's one of the reasons that i'm like well you know like from a outside looking in it's like well they got a skill tree that looks ridiculously massive and overwhelming although i'm sure it's probably not once you wrap your head around the game it's probably a lot of insignificant choices to be that big um and then it's like micromanage. If I got to use third-party add-ons to pull up spreadsheets and all these other things to play the game, like that's a turnoff sure. for sure. Yeah, hundred so. percent. I, yeah. But one of the things I will say is like, so I've been pretty addicted to PUE the, the past couple of weeks, and that's so much because of like that theory craft, the theory craft that's involved in trying to make a build good, trying to make a build successful, and there's so really so many options of what you can do in the game and like that has completely just like hooked me in these past couple weeks just trying to make builds that are really quite capable in ssf that aren't like what everyone else is playing and there's so many things yeah and and so when do you try and succeed and try and fail and then when you fail are you like starting over from from scratch or can you like well let's what if i tweak this item or that item you know what i mean sure like how how does it go right so like in ssf in particular you know you're gonna probably hit a 
pretty hard cap with the character. And I've certainly like hit that on some of my ideas that I've had. It hasn't performed necessarily as well as I would want it to. You could still map with that character and still like do a lot of content. And I'm sure if you punt enough time into it, you could build it. You can basically build anything to do any game in game content. But the items that you're going to need to do that are just going to get like strictly more either time investment wise or like currency if you're playing trade league. But you can make anything work. Yeah. Um, which is interesting. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's basically like okay, this works pretty well. This you, you can you can put in the path of building. Okay, that's the bottom line. You can put in the path of building and be like, okay, I, I can see I can get like 1.5 million DPS or something, and that's kind of like your only indication but that's still like not great because it's like well what does that mean is that like really good single target like are you going to be able to do aoe is it like you never really know until you like play it and you're like well this is really bad at this but it's really good at this so there's that's been very interesting Mm. but anyways i'm with you right i've made like four builds from like that's been the driving thing like i historically i've just been like i'm gonna play what some other guy came up with, like manipulate it for my own and play that. Whereas like this league, it's like, no, like I'm not even going to look at what other people are doing. Like I'm just making my own builds and seeing if I know enough about this game to do it. And it's been really interesting to see some of the stuff that we come up with, like our latest build. It's just, it's stupid, but it's fun. <laughs> yeah. So, and that, yeah. and I can see the appeal to that. I can right. see the fun in that, Yeah, you know? And so, so like to me, so here's, you know, uh, well, let's, I'll, I'll segue into this a little sure. bit. We have one more point that I still want to hit on this yeah. interview thing. Yeah. But, um, but to me, that's kind of what I've been experiencing. So like wow had last Tuesday, they had the 8.2 patch come out and I know we talked about it cause it came out on Tuesday, the last podcast and I hadn't played it yet. As soon as the podcast ended, I hopped on and I tried it out and like, I was thoroughly disappointed like I blazed through all the content that evening on stream to the point where I, I, there was little direction. It didn't really tell you where to go or what to do. I mean, you had your initial quest, but then there was no content and I'm, I'm sitting here thinking like, there's gotta be more to this. Right. So let me like look and find something. And there really wasn't. Um, and I, I assume it's because they're going to drip feed. I haven't played today. I'm assuming more content got released today and they're going to drip feed the content over a couple of weeks really? to to time gate people from blowing through all of it on the first night. Scott, that's my only thing I could think of. I didn't like take time to scour the internet and find out if that's true or not, mm-hmm. but that's my, my theory. Um, but I was kind of disappointed with it, man. And it's like, okay, well that sucks. So now what am I going to do? And so, um, I've, I've just been, you know, I'm kind of a car head in general and like not crazy, but I'm into cars. So I've been playing the crew and I've played this game for a while and I've been playing it. Here comes the crew. But I know. Yeah. Not, I'm not going to waste a lot of time doing it because it's not, you know, ARPGs in that game just are totally right. different, you know, different crowd of people. But it's it's been fun experimenting with, you know, they have a thousand different vehicles in the game and you can find tweak like a ton of settings and like all these things. And so I'm going in and experiment. Like, well, what if I change this? What if I change that? And instead of like getting spreadsheets that people have already put together on the internet, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm going to do it myself and see what I like and do this. And like, that has got me sucked in so hard. Yeah. That, like I'm not playing the game. I'm at work working and I'm thinking like, dude, if I got in that Porsche, you know, and right. I, and I changed this and that, like, I wonder what that would feel like, you sure. know? And so, 
that kind of excitement is something that I haven't really been sucked into in a while. And I was kind of hoping WoW was going to do that with 8.2. Right. And it flopped for me personally. So we'll, we'll see what this 8.2 patch ends up being as a whole once it's all released. But so far, I'm like, man, this is disappointing to me, man. So, uh, But yeah, on the final kind of topic that mm-hmm. they hit on that I found interesting um, is they asked him about the Diablo Immortal announcement at BlizzCon. Mm, the juice. <laughs> uh, and he said, um, when he was asked like, kind of his opinion on it, he said, when you have a group of group that's really passionate about a franchise like Diablo and really excited about a product that hasn't been announced yet, I think Blizzard tried to manage expectations. They weren't going to announce Diablo 4 at the event. I'm not sure that message really got through. They posted on the forums and everything like that. And in the past, that would have been enough. In this case, I think most of the audience probably did not get that memo. No. We got the memo after you put out the first memo that said the fires are burning hot at the forges <laughs> of the Diablo franchise, man. Like, that... Yeah. See, okay, so this triggers me I don't even like to use the word triggers. This triggers me though because he's putting the blame on the community on us. Yeah, 100%. he's putting the blame on the community. Hundred percent. And I think that's bullshit. I think that's bullshit, man. Like the Blizzard needs to take some blame for that because they started it with the announcement of the fires are burning multiple projects. Like sure. that announcement is what set it off. And if that never would have got released, I don't think people would have been as hype. I, I don't think it would have hit those levels. Right. You know? But to me, this is still indicative of a, a bigger problem, which is like, stop with the cryptography in your announcements with the community. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, you can't expect when you say like, oh, certain projects are going to take longer than others or like pump, like, yeah. Re- hold the brakes on your expectations like and you still don't say why like what does that mean like you can't expect that everyone is gonna like 100 percent understand what that means like and that's just ridiculous well no it, so like the thing about it is is they didn't want to say we're not going to announce diablo 4 because yeah, they want people, people to spend right. money and go to blizzcon 100 so it's like it, it's like you're blaming people for being excited, but yet you're not going to tell people you're not announcing what they want to hear because you want them to come. Right. And it, it's just, it's like a mind game money sure. grab that, and then, and then you're going to blame right. the community at the end. Yeah. And like, man, you know, I, I'm, I'm pro blizzard on a lot of things, but, but this is something that kind of pisses me off personally because I spent my hard earned money to go to BlizzCon right. and I, bought my tickets after the announcement of the fires are burning hot before they, you had to have bought your tickets before they announced we're not going to, or like they temper your expectations. Like that's too late. You already pumped us up and then had the ticket sale. And it's like, well, okay. So I get, I guess I could have canceled my hotel and got screwed on the flight money and then sold my tickets because of a cryptic message that says temper your expectations. So like, that just this whole thing screams of like let's blame the community and that like take some take some accountability right. man and it's, you know it to me it reminds me of you what you said last week of how like the anthem guy is still like yeah he's, he's still blaming <laughs> the community for anthem's failure it's yeah. like no you put out a shit game yeah. like anthem is garbage man right. and like so nobody wants to play a garbage game so yeah. but 100% man and that verbiage 100%. too i think 
in this case, most of the audience audience didn't get the memo. Like you didn't send a memo that said, hey, you're not getting Diablo 4. It said like manager expectations. What the fuck? Did, I mean, it's like that is so <laughs> stupid to me. Like that it's just. It, well, it, it, it clearly meant me. like no Diablo 4. Like, yeah. That's what okay, I took sure, it. That's maybe. what we all took it as. But it's like you you hyped us up beforehand and then. I don't know, man. Like, we didn't get a D2 remaster. That was probably the second biggest thing behind Diablo 4 was a D2 remaster. Yeah. And, like, they gave us Diablo Immortal, and, like, nobody expected that. Nobody asked for it. Nobody talked about it. That's not on anybody's radar. So, like, this, man, I don't know. This whole message right here just kind of makes me want to go into a tirade because so many people like me spent a ton of money expecting something that we got hyped up for by Blizzard themselves. And then got um, something. Now that, we get blamed for it for the hype. Right, like we're getting blamed for it. Like, yeah. No, dude. Yeah, no, no, no. no. And it would be another yeah. thing if they said, "Okay, uh, manage expectations," meaning like don't because even after they made that, right? Like we had we had podcasts yeah. after that. They made that announcement, but there's still like there's that hope, you know? That's like. Yeah. Well, maybe like okay, we're not going to see like gameplay, but maybe we're going to see. I thought we a were trailer. getting D four. I, I thought I, I yeah. even up to it. I thought we were going to get it because temper your expectations. Even though they put that out, I'm like, dude, they they dropped so much hype beforehand. Right. I mean, it was like, but not even that. Like, like completely separate of those, right? Like, yes, manage your expectations, but like, there's still like, what does that mean, right? There's still that layer of like, people don't really know what that means. And you could say that, but that's not a memo saying where you're not getting the Alpha Four. That's a memo saying. Like, okay, you're not getting the L4, but like, am I still going to see like the letters in DN4 so that I know you're working on it? Am I going to see a trailer? Am I going to see yeah. a, a CGI thing? Like, like we getting a remaster? So we getting a net? I mean, the, the rumors bait. at the time were like Netflix show, Diablo 4, and then D2 remaster. Those were the big rumors floating around. Right. Netflix show kind of got confirmed by one of the voice actor dudes or the producer or some shit, right? Right. Yeah. I don't remember who now. I think it was director. Yeah. That never even happened. Like, what <laughs> happened to that? I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know, man. So, yeah, this this whole... You know, they probably pulled a plug on it, right? Because of all the negative air surrounding, like, anything Diablo-related? I would assume. Yeah. I mean, it got confirmed to us at BlizzCon by yeah, a Diablo staff member. Yeah. He 100% confirmed it that they were making it. Without question. And I'm like, okay. Um, And I haven't heard a word. So if if they're still making it, maybe they're trying to keep, you know, and then hold it out. uh, Was it after BlizzCon where they canceled the book thing too? Or was that before BlizzCon? No, they canceled the the book or they got delayed. I think they still came out, didn't it? The Book of Adria or whatever? Yeah, that still finally. No, and there was, wasn't there a comic or I don't know. Yeah, the comic got canceled. Something got canceled. And I don't remember if it was before or after BlizzCon, too. So I think the negative reaction to Immortal definitely influenced things. And whether it was a kill of the Netflix show or maybe like let's postpone the Netflix show until Diablo 4 is either released or announced when the hype train is on board and and on trail again. Sure. uh, Then, you know, maybe. But, but yeah, I mean, you know. But yeah, but interesting though. Yeah, interesting though. It's just, I just don't see how it can be the community's fault. <laughs> it's never, and that's 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 kind of my thing, man. Like, don't right. You know, if your community, if your community as a whole strongly feels a specific way, then I think it, that's a failure on the company. If that feeling is not in the right spot, if that if that feeling's in left field, then 
as the company, you need to like strictly come on like, hey, listen, guys, like, boom. Sure. You know, and if the thing was like they were afraid of ticket sales, like, hey, listen, I know a lot of you guys maybe bought BlizzCon tickets because of Diablo 4. You know, uh, it seems like that's what's going around. If you guys did, Diablo 4 is not going to be announced, blah, blah, blah. We're sorry if you want to refund your tickets or if you want to, to sell your tickets on, you know, you know, like some way to to do that. Because then then you don't what can you be mad about? Like the company came out and said, hey. Mm-hmm. We heard that you think there's D4, but we, we're not going to have it, man. We're sorry. It's just not ready. And then here's a refund on your tickets. And then based on those refunds, then they can, they, they can open another sale. Like, let's say, you know, a thousand people refund their tickets because of that. Well, okay. Now they got an extra thousand tickets. Just, yo, BlizzCon tickets right. for sale. Here you go. Right. I don't know, man. I don't. Yeah. And it, like, it, it's a smart play to do things like that where, like, hey, pump the brakes. But like this, like obfuscation that happens with their message is, and I think it was a smart play as well that after Diablo Immortal announcement to like basically get on the forums and be like, you know, we hear you. But then to never ever yep. follow up on that again is like, well, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> there just needs to be yeah. better lines of communication 100%. And I still think that they're afraid of that, which is kind of mind blowing to me, but. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, in the I've, past. I agree. So, Anyways. Anyway, rant, rant of the week. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> show this meme. This Dude, this is so good. Okay. I, so I saw this, man. I, I love memes. I'm a meme guy. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, my brother and I like text each other gaming memes all the time. And so I saw this one, and this goes back to what we were talking about last week. So okay, Three, two. Get it? You get it? <laughs> you get it? Yeah, you guys are listening and you can't see. There's a guy, a mechanic, standing over a car with a thumbs up and it says, surprise. Surprise. So, surprise mechanics, man. So good. So good. last week, if you guys missed it. Oh, man, that's the one. best. That's that's the meme of the week for sure. I love it. So. <laughs> yeah, moving um, on. <laughs> yeah. All, any other uh, Diablo? I don't think there's really any other mm-hmm. Diablo stuff. Mm-hmm. This week, but uh, your favorite game in the world, Apex Legends. You know, it's a strong, strong contender for faves for sure. Drop in season two. Season two came out today. I actually haven't played it because I've just been like obsessed with PUE and super busy. But yeah, you haven't uh, played FPS in a while. You'd I be know, scrubbing man. it up. I man. will be scrubbing it up hardcore. And like all my friends, like switched to consoles. So it's like, I would, what? Be, like playing by himself. Clubs. Why would they switch to console? We just have like one friend that just plays a lot of console, like just loves it. So interesting. I mean, I guess it's free, so it doesn't cost you anything to switch, right? No, I think you still. So. Oh yeah, you're right. It is free to play. You're right. Yeah, it's a free game. You have so, to like I mean, get you the can switch back and forth and shit. But oh yeah, true. I guess. Well, it's not account bound. I don't think the account is like cross platform. Pretty sure. Mm, I don't. That's know. That's a shame. I hope they add that. Destiny's adding that. Did you hear that? Did they? Are they? Yeah, they added they added cross save. So now, um, no matter what platform you play on, your character will follow you. So you can jump back and forth between Xbox, PlayStation, and PC. That's good. Pretty dope. Yeah, it's do. a, it's a it's a huge change. And apparently, it was like a um, a thing that they worked on for months and months to get Sony on board. Xbox and and PC were like on board, of course, because it's both Microsoft, you know. But um, Sony was holding out for a long time, and they finally convinced Sony, and I think that kind of opened the floodgate now to where it's like, all right. So I think this is going to become a thing that's that's more that's common. Sweet. 
cross play would be the next obvious big step for that game. Right. So I'm I mean, if they that, if they made Diablo three on say it was still like we're still getting content in Diablo like pretty good. If they made Diablo three like cross save and you it was free, would you ever play yeah. on Xbox or PC, PlayStation? Um potentially, but it would be more of a thing just to play with my community members sure. that are on those systems. Yeah. I don't think it would be something that I would probably do frequently. Sure. But I might have like a night every every once in a while of like, hey, we're gonna have a PlayStation night or something. Yeah. You know, just for fun. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Um, but ninety percent of my playtime or ninety nine percent of my playtime would be on PC. Right. You know. I feel like it'd be but, frustrating. You know, like so say you're get your singularity no. speed necro set up and then you go play on console and it's like what am I doing? Like you just have a console save. You'd have a console set up, you know, like whatever. Yeah, you'd have to make it and manage your inventory on console. It just sounds like a mess. That's free content, <laughs> bro. <laughs> anyway, no, I don't. I don't know, but I I know like so the Destiny thing. I can like to me that's cool because I prefer to play on PC and my kids prefer to play on console. So like if I play Destiny with my son, then now I can hop back on PlayStation and play with him. Yeah. And like I'm not going to be doing uber competitive things, but we're just going to be hanging out and chilling, having a good time. And then all of that effort that I play with him is now meaningful. It's not like what's well, going to go to a wasted account that I'm only touching with him. So um so if Diablo was the same way, like I would probably see if my son is interested in playing Diablo on console, but on PC that's just too it's it's a different ball game. You know, I think he needs to be older in order to play on on uh, PC. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, I would. I would think I would be cool. I would do it for sure right. if it was free. I don't know if I would buy extra copies to play, no. but 100%, if it no. were you know free to play, like like Path of Exiles, is they they don't have cross save. It's independent. <sighs> I, I actually have no idea. Path, I would Poe's no. on. Yeah, it, it console recently. I think. I right? think this last year. Yeah, it is. So so Fortnite's cross save. Like you can log on. Fortnite and play like my account carried over to it to P- to PC. But you still can't cross play, right? You still can't. Yeah, play. no, you can cross play Fortnite too. Actually, you like, so you can like be on your PC game. and invite your kid to your game. Yes. Wow. Yep. Hundred percent. That's pretty cool. So, yeah. Too but then you have Fortnite. to play against other cross play teams. So it's not like me on PC. I that's can't fair. go in and just pick on PlayStation players, sure, yeah. and that's that's totally normal. But as soon as I invite him, then it opens up the gate for him to have to play against other PC players. So uh, yeah. I think, I, and maybe the teams are only people who are pairing up cross play like that. I don't know, but that I mean, what do you? I think you have to take the console player into the PC world. Otherwise, it's just going to be like, yo, invite me to a console game so I can come face stomp all these PlayStation users. You know, right? So. Hmm. So yeah, interesting. But then anyway, so Apex, Apex Legends, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> what uh, what the fuck is this? Oh, this is, is yeah, this? this is this is from last week. Oh, we just didn't it? hit this up. Okay. I don't think. Yeah, yeah. This is like an old thing. Uh, it's kind of uh, not as relevant now. But so like, there's a Harry Potter game that's like Pokemon Go, but it's a Harry Potter. What the fuck? Go, and they're calling it like Wizards of something. So I like I know that. Did you ever play Pokemon Go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. a like, little bit. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, and I, I still play Pokemon Go a little bit. Like, yeah. I don't even give a rat's ass about. Holy Pokemon, shit, that looked exactly like fun. Pokemon Go. Yeah, yeah. You're like, yeah, like, that, dude. That's what I'm telling fuck. you. It's like, it's like Pokemon Go only with like your Harry Potter, I guess. Now, I don't know. I haven't played it yet. 
Okay. But I was <laughs> I just wanted to like just see your impressions, see your thoughts. Like, is this something that you would have you seen the Harry Potter movies? Let's let's just back this up. <laughs> let's go back. <laughs> I have not seen uh most of them. I I, I tried. Um, okay. You know, the problem is is like I was an adult, you know, when they started to come out. Like mm-hmm. I never read the books. Um, you know, I read mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings. I don't even know like when the first book was out. I don't even know. I don't know if it was past I don't, my generation. I, I don't know. I don't remember I, Harry yeah. Potter growing up. Like I don't remember that being a thing. I think we were old too old for it. I think it came out when we were like in college. Like it would have been like our freshman, sophomore year of college, probably. What are the books? Two thousand one ish. What are the books you remember being like really popular growing up? Well, we were growing up. Um, at, like what age group? Like when we were like say elementary school. Um. Fuck, dude. I don't know. The only I thing I remember... I was playing Legend of Zelda, dude. <laughs> you know? Do you remember Goosebumps? Goosebumps. Yeah. yeah. I remember yeah, yeah. those being very popular. My, see, but my brother got into that like hella, and he's quite a bit younger than me. And mm-hmm. so I, I wasn't sure if that was our age or not, but I didn't read them. Um, I, honestly, man, I didn't really read books as a kid. I played video games. 1997 you know? first Harry Potter book, according to Google. See, so I would have like been a sophomore in high school. And like, yeah, but that was the book though. When was the movie made? Because I don't even think it was pop, at least not mainstream popular until right. the movies came out, right? Sure. So yeah, I don't know. So first, Harry help us out, Google. Potter movie. Yeah, it's two thousand one. So. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So so that's a sophomore in college, you know. Yeah. So and you that's know a we're not in college. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Graduated ninety nine. So. I, yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, you know, the, it's interesting though to see this Pokemon Go knockoff game. I don't um, understand what I'm they're probably. doing. Like stuff's <laughs> popping. In. Oh god! And they have. Oh my god! <laughs> this is some of the shit. What do you feel about this, man? I, let me just ask you first. How do you feel about like all these like Snapchat filters? Like, what's what are your thoughts? Hit me. Mm, I don't care, man. <laughs> like, it doesn't appeal to me because. I'm married. I have a family. Like I'm not single trying to mingle. So like, I don't really care if somebody's using a filter to make themselves look prettier. It's like instant uh, glamour shots, you know? Sure. It's like, you know, I, I don't, I don't have time to ever tell this story on the podcast. Maybe if we have a story episode one day where we tell our worst horror stories, I can tell this story, (laughs) but I got glamour shot baited, debated, like when I was, in college, and it was the worst blind date of my oh, life. Oh, okay, that's what you're saying. I'm like, so, someone's tricked you into taking a glamour shot, and like, no, like, 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 I got, I just call it glamour shots. Okay, I don't even yeah, know yeah. why, but that's what I always sure. refer to it as because the person we grew up in that generation, like, or you would like, yeah. go get a glamour shot, right? Yeah, like you the would place go was get glamour, glamour shots, glamour shots. They, <laughs> right? It was literally right. called glamour shots, and they right. would take ugly people and take pictures <laughs> of them and make them look really hot, like they'd Photoshop them before Photoshop was a thing, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it was called glamour shots. And so there, you know, I went on a blind, kind of a blind date with a girl that I saw pictures of that were like clearly doctored pictures. And she looked like, you know, a, a nine ten in the picture. And then in real life, when I met her, she's like a, you know, two or three. And I'm like, holy crap. You could tell it's the same person, but the pictures were heavily doctored. And it's this whole horror story. And it's amazing. It's, it's a great story, but it's super long. Right. Um, 
So someday, someday we're gonna have a story night. Okay. Okay. But um, yeah, but yeah. I don't like know. A hot pile of shit. I the, the filters to me like, I mean, obviously, and I, I don't know how you handle like your fam and stuff like that. But I've I've even noticed it like amongst like me and my friends. Like, I hate it when I'm in a place like say I'm hanging out with a group of people, and like everybody's on their fucking phone. Like it, nothing makes me full <laughs> yeah, more like. Dude. Like, wow, like, this is us as a society now, like, that we're all... And I yeah, don't know that that no, makes me, like, a grumpy old yeah. man, but it's like... No, well, I don't know, man, maybe... It, and it's really weird, because as gamers and as technology geeks, because we're both technology geeks, like, you would think that we would be that person, but I'm the same. If I go hang out, like, if my wife and I are spending time together, and she's, like, she's kind of glued to her phone a lot, and mm-hmm. it, I will bitch at her about her phone. I'm like, hey... Put the phone down, dude. But do you like, think that that's we're fair? We're supposed to be hanging out, right? Do you think that's fair I don't, considering I don't how much you well, gain? Well, no. I'm not yeah, trying to turn so this around. I'm just like... No, 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 no. I, I'm with you. And and it's like, but when I'm gaming, she's on her phone. Sure, right? okay. But but when we're spending time together, oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. if I'm like, yeah, yeah. like, let's say it's like, it's Friday night, right? And Or Saturday night, whatever. Sure. And I'm like, hey, do you want to go watch? Like we, we were into a couple TV shows. Like we try to find TV shows that we both wait for each other to have spare time to watch together. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, you know, uh, Game of Thrones was kind of that thing. So it's like when we would go watch Game of Thrones on Sunday nights, that was a whole that was a whole thing. Like we had a routine, boom, and we get set up. And then like as the credits are rolling and it's like, dun, 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 and you're like, oh shit, it's about sure. to go down. And I look over and she's Better fucking fine. on her phone, like throw, <laughs> scrolling through Instagram or yeah. Snapchat or something. Yeah. And I'm like, babe, put the phone up, man. Sure. It's Game of Thrones time. And then she's like, it's not even started yet. And I'm like, it just, it, it strikes a nerve with sure. me, man. It does. Sure. And it's the same thing. Like when I go out, if I go out with a group of friends and people are like buried in their phones, I'm, I'm like, this yeah. is fucking lame, man. I could have stayed at sure. home and just done whatever else. If you guys are just, you know, yeah, it's not bad. Like when, okay. So people pull out their phone, they check it for like a couple seconds or whatever. Like maybe they got yeah. a text. Like that's totally different. But like when everyone's sitting around and no one's having a conversation, everyone is like yeah. buried in their phone. Like I see it happen a lot with like younger groups, like yeah. Lindsay's brother. And it's, like and it's my kids do that too. Like my, my kids will have their friends over and like, they literally will just be laying on the floor on their phones. On their phones that's crazy. Close to each other, but not even talking. And to the point where they're like fucking texting each other. And I'm like, they're right two feet like, apart oh my God. and they're texting each other. And I'm just like, what, what, the, what is this? You know? So have you noticed this a lot in St. Louis? I don't know if maybe this is specific to Kansas city. And I was in Atlanta recently and it's like, like even worse. But fucking people playing shit on their phone out loud. No fucking headset. Just <laughs> yeah, constantly. <laughs> yes. Like, what the yeah. fuck? And, it, and if you travel, you're like in the airport. Yes. And somebody's doing that. Or like somebody has like shitty headphones and they have it up so loud that they might as well just <laughs> have a speaker on their head. But like, they're just straight up like oh my God, dude. watching a video like, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's good. Yeah. And it's just loud as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Like what yeah. world did you grow See, up in? That's like okay. these headphones, these ear, these these IEMs I have. I can't hear anything when they're in. Thank God for these things, man. So if I go out and just, I'll pop them in, and I don't have to listen to that shit. Crazy. Uh, but yeah, it's it's super inconsiderate, man. I, I'm with you, hundred percent. So 
But Press nothing. Ma- yeah. All right. So yeah, go ahead. Let's we'll stop our old man bitching. This is you know old man section. Sure. <laughs> we should make this a right. theme of the podcast. Fluff and Peach, I'll right. bitch about. Oh, you know when I was your old age. man. Well, yeah. back in my day. Yeah. Oh my god. Did real quick. Did your parents ever do the back in my day? Oh yeah, hundred percent. I'm not Mike. I'm not bullshitting. My dad told me a story, and it's the, like the cliche one. Back in my day, I had sure. to walk through like three miles of snow to get to school. Right. I'm like, dude, shut up! No, you didn't. You know? <laughs> well, how old are your parents? <laughs> I feel like my parents are really, really um, old. So my dad is sixty-seven or eight. Okay. Shit, I don't know. Man, I feel bad. Sixty, sixty something, upper sixties. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to. So, right. is that similar to you or no? Uh, I'm like about ten years older, but. 10 years, you said older? Yeah. Yeah. So okay. like, and yeah. yeah, they, they grew up enough to like, they like, there's validity in what they say. No, my dad like legit seriously tells me he had to walk to school in snow for like a while, like a long time. You right. know? I'm like, okay. You know, I thought he was just bullshitting. I think it's a true story, but I'm like, <laughs> shut up dad. It's okay. We don't have to. Yeah. So. Um, what else have we got? Oh, Spider-Man's coming out today. And oh, really? There's already fucking spoilers. Wait, it's Tuesday. Yeah, it, it's it's out like last night at midnight, I guess. But you what? know the movies probably get it early. I thought that yeah, was Thursday was like the movie time. That's no, no, weird. it's out today. Okay, and and so like stay off last social media, night at midnight. Yeah, like last night at midnight, IGN posts posts like Spider Man ending explained video, and I'm like. <laughs> fucking movie's not even out yet dude like and yeah. you already have the ending on ign like i don't know Amazing. why that upsets me so much i don't mind it when it's it like does. movie explained it but like we, we talked about when like twitter had like those insta fucking play bullshit videos it's like yeah which was just the clip of like the most important part of like the final episode of game of thrones or whatever and like that's fucked but if you want to like yep. put in a video, like I don't like whatever. I just won't watch your video. That's fine. Yeah. So I just I have to like turn social media off now. I mean, I have my tickets and I'm going to go see it. And like I'm a huge Marvel movie cinematic fan. I love all the movies. Yeah. For the most part. So like I can't wait to go see it. But I'm just like looking at IGN and and looking at Twitter and things are like you know ending explain this is what happened in the you know spoilers Spider Man <laughs> review and I'm like dude it's not even out sure I'm like what like wait a day gotta get those those clicks man gotta get to be the first to get those clicks well it's kind of like i mean we get i at least i do i get the same shit like when i'll I'll, like ptr will be out for like two days and i'm like build guide right people are like jesus like the season hasn't even hit yet but i mean right it's just kind of the same thing i guess yeah i'm with you you know right but that comes from more of a place of like excitement yeah, but like, like building guides not going to ruin anything. Yeah, so, sure. It's not sure. like it's not like the season is a surprise yeah. and like season launch. We're like, oh, what? If, although that'd be fucking cool, though, wouldn't it? Right. What if they were just like mystery season? Mm-hmm. Boom. That would kind of it'd be so disappointing. I get my hopes up so <laughs> mystery high. Mystery season, like oh my god. Season I get my hopes up so oh high. Oh my god. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um. I think that's it, dude. Yeah. Do we have anything else on the schedule? We can hit some Twitter questions. Yeah, Twitter questions. That's it. Schedule's okay. deleted. Unless Let's you want it. to talk more about Harry Potter. Um, no, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. That looks really <laughs> so, stupid. 
It it, well, it looks good. like a Pokemon Go knockoff. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And chat was saying it was made by the same company. I don't even, understand. So. Like what? You walk around and How like, can they license? Expelioso. Yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> how, how can they Expelioso? How can they, how can they license that though? Like they know, can't, man. how do they not get sued, dude? I'm it's sure like, they yo, will. We, They're just like, I'm sure companies sue the fuck out of each other. They just like have to keep it private. <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> they, they just do. Don't tell anybody. Yeah. Oh my god. I don't know, man. Um. Uh. Gettert says, "Are you open to D4 going first person, the same style of game, just a different camera angle?" So. Hmm. 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 What do you think? Uh. Or, I mean. To me personally, I you know, um, Diablo's an ARPG, and ARPGs have this isometric view. I mean, that's the first thing I think of when I think ARPG. Yeah, I think isometric view. I think dungeon crawler and demons with loot. Like that's. I mean, I don't care what game you play. Like those are kind of the core essentials. So if you kill the isometric view and you make it a first person game, instantly to me, it's no longer ARPG. It's an action role playing game, you know what I mean? It's a different. I mean, I mean not actual play. It's a uh, action adventure game, like Skyrim or, um, fuck, what's it, Witcher, something like that. Right. But I don't know. I mean, could Diablo do it in a way that makes it still keep those th- that ARPG feel? Probably. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. So you know, what would you think if they changed the camera? I think it'd be awful. I, I think that. W- it hasn't, this market hasn't been tapped yet. I really do believe that. I really feel like, you know, if Diablo and Pee have showed us anything, it's that like people like being able to like jump to a game. And I think an ARPG is a perfect format for that. Like, cause it can be really simple as Diablo has shown. Like, you know, you got like a handful of skills and it's like you just kill stuff and it's like, boom, it feels good. And then at the other side of the spectrum, you've got like Path of Exile, which can be like just insanely in depth maybe even over the top, complex, like just crazy, right? So I, if you could just like, you know, make them do things make together. Like it, could, it could cover yeah. like all areas of the spectrum for anyone that yeah. is into this kind of genre. So I, yeah, I feel like it's still, there's still a lot we could see. So it'd be a shame if so, the isometric yeah. diet. To answer the question, like, no, I I don't think they should make a Diablo 4 with a different camera angle. No. It needs to be isometric. But 100%. if they made a game that had a different camera angle, just give it a new title. and Or, you know, spin it off some way to where it's not D4, it's Diablo something else. Sure. And let's let's experiment. Yes, it would be awesome. I'm down. Sure. But don't call it D4. Call it something else. Keep the, the the core Diablo series, you know, D4, 5, 6, isometric. Right. And then if this one turns out to be a smash, it's like it's like it's like uh World of Warcraft. Like World of Warcraft is a spin-off of Warcraft. Warcraft is an awesome game, and somebody had that idea. Yo, let's make Warcraft into a over-the-shoulder game. And they're like, okay, we'll just call it World of Warcraft. Make, you know, Diablo something and then let you run around like fucking Skyrim. Let me yeah. ask you a follow-up It would be awesome, though. Awesome as fuck universe to make a game in. Let me ask you a follow-up question to that. So let's assume that BlizzCon this year, they announce a Diablo 4, and it's not an isometric ARPG, right? It's like maybe an over-the-shoulder. It's maybe like a Dark Souls game. It's maybe 
you know, an MMO that's like, you know, like World of Warcraft, or maybe it's like fucking Overwatch, right? Like anything but the isometric ARPG, do you think it gets booed? Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it depends what they show, man. If it's if it's a uh, Skyrim style or a Witcher style of dude running around in a medieval area and it looks visually stunning, absolutely not. If it's a first-person shooter like Overwatch, per maybe. I, I just don't see a first-person Diablo game being like super appealing to the Diablo ARPG community. Mm-hmm. First-person shooters and ARPGs are not the same. Tell me about it. Like, tell me about it. Typically. (laughs) Yeah. And that's like me and the crew. Like, I love cars. Let me tell you, dude, like ARPG fans don't like race car games for the most part. So I think that that would not hit well. I think a Witcher style game would probably work, though. Like, people would be more accepting of that. For sure. Um, Yeah, I think to hit on that, like the MMO and the like Dark Souls style game would probably be like decently received. Yeah. Um, but yeah, probably outside of that wheelhouse, it, it might get a first boot. person shooter. I think people would boo. Yeah. <laughs> what would that, what would they, like you're shooting skull, like you're a necro and you're like rapid fire. I don't even know. Like, we'll I don't know, man. Go. I don't know. Sounds like awful. how could you, yeah, a first person shooter would just be like, unless you're playing. And I like shooters, but fuck man. Yeah. I, I just don't see how you can make that work. Right. And and they probably could. Like, I mean, I'm sure there's some cool ideas. But sure. I just don't see how you, but like, I think a Witcher knockoff or spinoff series style of Diablo game, like the universe is like set up for it. Sure. It would be perfect. Yeah, I agree. Perfect for it. So like, yeah, but let's get the isometric D4 first and then, then do a spinoff action game and like, I'm, I'm down. Okay. And well, you could even, I got another what, what if it was Go like, ahead. what if it, yeah, what if it was like Devil May Cry and it's like that. Third person, just because Devil May Cry is like smash waves of monsters. You know what I mean? In a third person camera. Okay. Even that, I mean, they could do anything with this. So let's, okay. Another hypothetical. Diablo 4, and it it is, you know, Dark Souls, over the shoulder, kind of, you know, survival game, whatever you want to call that story mode. And there is no isometric on the horizon. What are your thoughts going forward? They better fucking kill it. <laughs> it better be. It better make Witcher look like an Atari game. But you at that point, I mean? it's like, well, like being a but a streamer. But like then, a then, I mean, I know there's yeah. like Dark Souls streamers, but it's like for me personally, I'd be like, well, I guess I'm done with Diablo because like there's nothing yeah, on the horizon well, for me. I I mean, I can't until I played it. It would be hard to make that call. But I think I think. You know, Path of Exile has just got the market, if that's the case. You know, I mean, they already kind of have it now anyways. Sure. It's, it, so, yeah. It'd be weird. I, I think, It'd be super I think you weird. would just look forward to something else. You yeah. would, at that point, you'd be like, okay, um, I, if this is D4, and then at least, you know, we know it's going to be 10 years before we get D5, so yeah. we might as well see what else is out there and pray right. for Lost Ark to come over and pray for... Path of Exile 2.0 mega drop to hit right. and just blow shit up, you know, and be awesome. And people ask that so. to me all the time. They're like, 
what would it take for you to walk away? I think, I mean, honestly, that would probably be it. Like if, yeah. if the next Diablo game was like fucking Dark Souls, I'd be like, well, I mean, I, I wouldn't want to walk away from Diablo, but I'd be like, I guess I'm done here. Cause this isn't for me. Yeah. I mean, you'd have to, I mean, you'd play it. I'd play it. And if it, and see, I mean, oh, no. maybe it could be really cool and something that I like, but ultimately, you know, it'd just I'd be like, okay, well, I think I know. just jinxed us. Cause I said I would walk yeah. away from Diablo if it was a Dark oh, Souls fucked, game. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> like, guys. And they're like, let's do it. We figured out how to make fluff. <laughs> Scrap <laughs> the Diablo 4 project. We got a new thing to work on. Oh, man. <laughs> we so, got to get fluff out of Diablo. We got to get fluff out of here. It's a 10-year plan, guys. It's a 10-year plan. <laughs> I'm sorry, but um, it's my bet. Yeah. Yeah, thanks, dude. Uh, let's go to the next. The next question says is from uh, LG Nemesis, and he asked this last week, but he asked it really close to the podcast, so I didn't catch it. He said, if you won the lottery, what ARPG game currently in development would you buy and finish developing exactly the way you want? I mean, it has to be Diablo. You know, oh, we couldn't. Uh, this is a complete. Like, we can never buy into Diablo Four. Yeah, they, they would never sell it to us. But right. we're hypothetically <laughs> thinking that we want enough money that we could buy Diablo if we wanted to, or Path of Exile, or <laughs> Grim Dawn, or any other game out there on the market. I would probably buy Poe because I just like their direction more. And I don't know. We have no idea what to expect from Diablo Four. Like, it could be a, just this big pile of poop, and you've just bought it. And it's like, oh, this is it? Like, shit. <laughs> like, let's go back to the drawing board, guys. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'd rather just make my own, though. Like, if I won the lottery, I would just yeah. make my own ARPG completely. I wouldn't go into either. I would, I would love to have influence and insight and help people. But in all honesty, the development side of making the game isn't something that intrigues me a lot. Like, that's mm-hmm. not something that I want to do. I don't want to sit down and, like, code things at all. I would like to play what they have and say, yo, man, this feels good. This feels bad. Tweak this. This is cool. Here's, here's my input. That would be awesome. But uh, outside of that, man, I don't, you know, uh, and maybe I'm going way too deep with this, but I don't want to run a company. I don't want, I don't want to run a, um, a development company or a gaming company. It's not something that's interesting to me mm. in, in that sense. I would love it. Like man. the business side of oh, it, it'd be, it. it'd be fun to, to have influence over it, but to day to day, I, I think the day-to-day job of running that would kill the game. Like if you were in charge of developing Diablo 4, you don't give a shit about playing Diablo 4 when it launches. You're like, God damn, I'm done. I get to sleep in. I'm going to play whatever, whatever else that's not Diablo 4 because you're obsessed with it. You know, it's like if you own a, if you own a pizza hut, you don't want to eat pizza hut at night. You want to go have, steak and hamburgers and italian or you know anything but pizza hut you know but if all you ate was pizza and suddenly you're given the pizza hut like i <laughs> i don't know man it's weird you to think burn about. out on pizza hut you, I, hate well, pizza you hut didn't then. burn out on pizza before you started working there but now you are in charge of like pizza <laughs> i don't know maybe it's like for me it's like so like i already do that like i already managed like you know, development teams and stuff like that. And so if I could actually like do something that I like believed in, you know, like that I actually cared about instead of like, you know, mm-hmm. real life, actual real life applications and stuff like that. But yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'd have to, I'd have to see what it into. Like, obviously I wouldn't want to be a developer 
Like I couldn't, I can't do it. Um, like what you do, it, it's just too, <laughs> it's too, I don't know. I, I'm not going to knock it because obviously you like doing it and that's your thing. That's just not the road that I personally wanted my career. Like I, you know, I had, I dabbled in it a little bit. I'm like, sure. no, this isn't for me. This isn't what I want to do. And so, and, and I think I feel the same about having to be like a, let's say you were the producer of Diablo four or the game director of Diablo four, maybe the game director would have enough oversight to be like, yeah, I like this. I don't like this. Let's do this idea, that idea and not have to micromanage the development enough. But I don't want to have to get in there and say like, you know, jumping feels a little bit clunky. Let's figure that out. Like I'll I'll tell somebody let's figure that out, but to actually go figure that out. I don't want to do that at all ever. You know, so I mean, it can be, it can either be really like, I hate my life or it can be like, wow, this is actually really fascinating. Like how this even works. I don't know. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes it's not so great. So, um, but yeah, you know, for me though, it would be, um, it would, the answer to the question, it would be something that I don't even know about yet. Like, um, I don't know. I think I'd want to do like fluff. I I don't want to do my own. I'd I'd think of my own story, my own concept and, and just go from scratch. So. I still think Final Fantasy VII ARPG Isometric would be like the best fucking game of all time. Yeah, I think a Pokemon MMO would make more money than you'd know what to do with. <laughs> would you want to work I, I on had, that though? Like, would that had, be fun? To have, you? have we talked about this, or was this? A, did we talk about this on the podcast? No. I had I had like, like an hour long conversation on my stream about this. The, the World other day. of Warcraft pet system, but like an MMO. It makes no sense to me how a Pokemon MMO is not a thing like that would appeal to everybody. Mm. You're going to have you're going to have kids, you're going to have boys and girls, you're going to have adults, adult men and women. Every genre is covered. You have every race likes Pokémon, every gender likes Pokémon, every age group likes Pokémon. Okay? So you've already got the entire planet interested. Then what MMO game would it like just think about I'm going to use WoW cuz every most people have played WoW. If you were in WoW, right? And you're running around as a Pokémon trainer, and you're fucking throwing Pokeballs and catching all these little creatures all over the World of Warcraft world, going into dungeons. Dungeons are now gems. Raids are like some super fucking mega gem. I don't know. I'm not a Pokemon nerd, but I'm sure we can get the lore worked out, guys. Like, a Pokemon MMO would slay. You would make so much money, you would sleep in a bed of just hundreds. Like, you you know, I don't even know what you'd do with all the money you'd make. It'd be insane. Wow. Yeah. It's a thing. It should be a thing. And I would probably play it. I mean, who wouldn't? I'd check it out. They're like, oh, let's play Pokemon MMO. Check it out. I don't even like Pokemon that much, but I'd check it out. Like, all right. I remember like very vividly like the Pokemon Go craze and like, I, you know, Lindsay was into it. So I'm like, this is cool. Like it's finally something that like a game that A, she understands yeah. and B, we can do together. And plus, you know, I was getting exercise, which was great. And, yeah. uh, but I remember the moment that it died for us. And for her, which meant for us, was like, my brother was like super into it. And classic, yeah. my brother figured out, you know, ways <laughs> to fucking just cheat. Like you could just like virtually oh, walk to San Diego. Christian Bale's the best Pokemon hunter. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, well, this is fucking dumb. And I'm like, you know, so people like, like owning the the gyms with like just insane Pokemon. Yeah. They could just farm 24 So that happened to me too. I know. Um, uh, so the thing with me, there's a park that's like, you know. 10 minutes from my house and it's got, you know, six gyms in it and 50 million Pokestops. Like it's the place to go because you can walk around this park and just stock up and battle gyms and have a good time. Right. 
And there's a lake there, so you can get all kinds of types. So I take my kids, and that, that was the exact same for me. So like for you, it was with your girlfriend. With me, it was with my kids. So okay. my two youngest kids like to play. And we and it was something that we could go do, and it was cool. And so we would go together to this park and walk around, and it was the same. So we took this gym, and then like somebody took it back from us, and we're the only people like in the park. Oh, and shit. And I'm like... So you're like looking around I'm like, for this, this motherfucker. These cheating motherfuckers, yeah. you know? And then like another day we took the gym and I had some lady like rage on me. Like me and my kids are standing there and we start battling this gym. And I see this heavy set early twenties lady walking <laughs> towards us, <Okay. laughs> waddling towards me. Wow. And she's like, uh, she's like, Oh, are you, what's the yellow team? I don't even know what the yellow team's called, whatever the yellow team's called. I don't know. No she's idea. like, uh, Valor's red. I don't see. I don't really play. Well, whatever the yellow team's called, she's like, oh, are you team yellow? And I'm like, nah, we're red, bitch. You know, like I didn't say bitch, but right. that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> like, nah, I'm red, bitch. And then so she's like, oh, well, good luck. You know, good luck with that. I have a 3000 CP fucking Jigglypuff or whatever the fuck the Pokemon's name was in this thing. And I'm like, okay. And it's like me and like a seven and six year old. You know what I mean? And she's like <laughs> How is this aggressively... Lady? She's like in her mid twenties and then she's oh like, God. you know, walks over aggressively, like trying to like get in my shit. And I'm like, dude, I'm here. Just <laughs> my Pokemon can beat up your Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. Oh so <laughs> chat's like team instinct. Yo, it's team yellow, dude. Yeah. Yellow, yellow works fine. Yellow and team red. All right. Um, next question. Onion says, uh, let's see, Diablo 3 being catered for casual players, would you want the same for D4? I, I, yeah, we they got to have a balance. Like, you can have both. Yeah. I'm not convinced you can't have both. I'm just not. So, yeah, please make it happen. Yep. And I agree. I think you can c cater to both. Um, Dirty, Dirty Nat says, <laughs> You guys are flying on a plane that crash lands in the mountains. Okay. You're the only two who are suitable to go for help. Who are you going to send down the mountain for help? And who is going to stay and take care of the wounded? Between us? Between us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is fucked. This is a fucked question. I mean, I guess it has to be me because, yeah. you know, I'm just more fit. That goes down the mountain? You know? I don't want you to get hurt. You know, I do it for you. Okay. Do my, it for me. You'd save me. Okay. Survivability is higher. I, I mean, I'd let you take one for the team. I would just, you know, throw some water on the wounded and be like, yo, I hope you make it, man. Haven't you ever seen chill. like, what were those, the movies when we were kids, like the, the flight that went it was down. Like, and, was it like the airplane crash one? And yeah, they had to eat them. They had like, to eat them. What was it called? That could be you. I Survivor. would let you stay and eat Survivor. them and I would roll out. Yeah. <laughs> What if we both just rolled out and we're like, yo, we'll send help back up. <laughs> Nerds. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, that's what you get for being in first class. Right. So Yeah, we just go together. Why Are, are we the only two? Like, no That's one? what it says. We're the only two suitable to go for help. I'm not sure. Okay. Maybe I'm just too dark, but like in that situation, like in you especially, like you have a family to get back to and shit like that. Do you really give a fuck about... <laughs> Everybody like, else, you guys are dead. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm I, just being honest. I, I mean, if yeah, I can, I mean, help, I if you can try. help another person, you do it, right? Like, period. But like, it, when it comes to like life and fucking death, 
you or them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to like, listen, I'm going to be honest. Like, you right. know, people are going to lie to you and be like, Oh, I would save right. him. Like, fuck that. If, if it's like, <laughs> I'm going to die or some stranger I don't know is going to die. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, dude. Right. Like it's I'm going to live, man. So yeah. instinct literally. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, I would make sure I live. Um, the last question we have is for Ray, from Rhaegar. He says, uh, if you go to a casino, what's your game of choice? Blackjack. You gamble? Do you have casinos in KC? Yeah. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. yeah. On, uh, we got on them Missouri in Missouri side. Too. I don't think you can in Kansas. I could yeah, that's because we can. Gambling's legal in Missouri. So yeah. as long as you're on a boat, so it has to be, you know. Yeah. It's, we have boats that just don't move. And right. Same, same. Same. I guess they float. I don't even know if they float, honestly. They just make I think a they're building structures that look like, that a, look boat. like a boat, right? <laughs> yeah. It looks like a boat, you know? Probably yeah. doesn't even float. Right. I could see like some um, some like team going in there to like try to rob a casino and they're like, let's cut off the <laughs> let's go yeah. down the river. And then it just like doesn't right. go anywhere because it's just a fucking building. Uh I I personally love to play Texas Hold'em, although I would never do it at a casino because you're gonna have people that actually know how to play. But if like a group of guys are together playing playing uh, poker, like I'll 100% go play. Um, <sighs> I hate poker, and I I feel I'm decent. Like I'm not bad. Sure. I'm not great, but I'm I'm decent. Um, but roulette, roulette's where I'm gonna go to the casino, man. Complete go chance. Roulette, and then blackjack a little blackjack. bit. Blackjack, 100% blackjack. Yeah. I you need no, some man, you control have, on you your can, fate. You can have one dude come sit down and just fuck your table. Yeah, 100%. 100 yeah. percent. we had this guy in, yeah. in vegas yeah. like he kept getting like aces and he'd like split the like he just kept splitting the aces and shit like yeah. that just like yeah it, it, you can everyone. completely have somebody just ruin your table and you you will see a table clear out so fast when right. you get some rookie sit down <laughs> it, like it will right. just people will the first the first hand people will go ah. Oh. right the second hand they're like dude no 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 don't do that right. don't do that and then if he listens, he'll be like, why? And then you'll have some veterans explain to him, sure. like, you know, listen, the jeweler's sure. going to have this. You take that cart, blah, blah, blah. But if he's like, piss off, pff, table's gone. Right. Instantly, everybody gets up. So, right. Uh, roulette, though, for me. Like, roulette's, I don't know, man. It's just, you know, I like it. I enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. You I, can make your money last I, a long time at the roulette table if you play properly, usually. Mm -hmm. it, you know, it is chance, but usually sure. you can play for a long time and uh i've been cleaned out at blackjack pretty fast before where i'm like oh i got this sure and then choo, choo, choo. i don't know like if i to me like i was just like i'll just go find i have a hundred bucks i find a five dollar table and it's like i can lose this hundred bucks it's fine but I usually you know i walk with like 140 like woo because i was just playing you know yeah to play yeah and get free drinks so i i would love to like understand craps better because i feel like mm -hmm. that would be like if you had a group of people yeah. like that would be fun but my wife knows how to know. play really well Enough. actually like she's a she's like really really good and so if we're together we go to the craps table and then okay. she'll I, I don't know if she's like the luckiest lady alive or what but she <laughs> always wins like yeah. unless like dude your luck is gonna dry up someday right but whatever yeah, we're I going remember, to sizzler tonight <laughs> i remember like trying because i had learned a little bit and i like tried to explain it to Lindsay and like, so I explained it to Lindsay like right before we, we went. And so we stopped by a craps table to like play it. Mm -hmm. And out loud, she's like, and why can't you say seven? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Which you never do, Chad. You just never say it out loud. Like everyone like hates you. Jinx. Like, you just say Jinx. it. Yeah. But it was just really funny because everyone's like. 
I was like, yo, she, so she said it. <laughs> That's it, man. That's all the questions that we yeah. got this week. If you guys want to submit questions, do it on our discords. That's the best place. Or on Twitter, you can tweet at me or at Lord Fluffy. Um, usually every week I'll post the podcast thing. I've been slacking the last couple of weeks. I've been kind of busy uh, at work and Same. kind of forgot. So, uh, Someone uh, but, in chat just said, I love how this went from game discussions to gambling. I got two words for you. Surprise mechanics. Surprise mechanics. Surprise dude. mechanics. <laughs> surprise podcast mechanics surprise you didn't even know that was coming mechanics. you're welcome chat yep. for free we're going to rename the podcast the surprise mechanics Goddamn. <laughs> all right my name is the peach out you can find me everywhere twitch twitter youtube at the peach out yeah yeah i'm lord underscore fluffy double those underscores on the twitters we'll catch you guys next week peace out dudes peace